is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this a couple of times a week. You can also find me live at my live radio show, which is 6 to 9 a.m. Pacific time, five days a week on AM 670 KMZQ. If you forget all that, just go to HeidiHarris.com or all my information's up there. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show, and Facebook too. Uh, I'm surprised at all of the despair that seems to be more and more prevalent. Now, maybe we're just hearing about it. There have always been people who thought everything was a bummer, you know, the schlep rocks of the world, right? Oh, woe is me. Listen, I can get as pissy as the next person about the slightest little hangnail, but I'll get mad about something and then I pop back up like a ping pong ball. I don't stay under for long. But some people just are in such despair about what's going on in the world, and I, I don't understand what world they're living in. Recently, there was a story about an executive for BP Oil who uh, decided to leave the company. And he was saying that his daughter was giving him a hard time for being in the fossil fuel business. And all of her friends were on antidepressants because they were so worried about climate change. Really? Now, what I would tell my bratty daughter if she criticized my occupation was, well, that's fine. That I'm not going to pay for your college or anything else that my occupation pays for. How about that, honey? <laughs> It's funny, though. Kids are on antidepressants because they're worried about climate change because they're only getting one point of view and they're not educating themselves. It's really sad. So the other day, a friend of mine who's on Facebook, his father was a very famous actor. He's now deceased. If I mentioned his last name, you would absolutely know it. And I'm not going to tell you his last name because I don't want to, you know, out my friend, even though he put this on Facebook, but I don't want to make fun of him or anything. He's a nice guy. He's a big liberal, but he's a very nice guy. And I really liked his dad as an actor, and I'm sure many of you did, too. He put something on Facebook the other day, and I don't check his Facebook page often, but it's always just doom and gloom and this and that. Here's what he said. When I'm not frightened by what I see happening in the world, I just feel incurable grief. How is it possible that with all of the abundance, wonder, and beauty the earth has to offer, we've constructed a human existence that presents with such scarcity, dread, and ugliness? This is no longer a question for the ages, but a pressing concern of existential urgency to us all. There really is only one question left to ask. Is there a way to set a course toward a new way of being human that will make it possible to save ourselves from ourselves? Oh boy, where to begin? Clearly this guy, and I happen to know that he's Jewish, and I don't know that he's, well, clearly he's not a person of faith. I know Jewish people who are Christians, who've trusted in Christ, but he's not one of those folks. So he's a Jewish unbeliever, and he's very negative, and he's not giving anything to God. See, one of the reasons that, and you can get depressed and be a Christian, I understand that, because depression is a clinical issue for a lot of people, and I'm not saying my friend here is clinically depressed, but just this doom and gloom, let me break down what he said. He said, there's only one question left to ask. Is there a way to set a course toward a new way of being human that will make it possible for us to save ourselves from ourselves? Okay, first of all, we're not supposed to be saving ourselves from ourselves. We're not. That's not our job. We have a savior. People are sinners. People are going to do evil things. That's the way the world is. People who are Christians believe that the world is currently controlled by Satan, and there are a lot of satanic influences, and there are a lot of evil, rotten people who are out to get you. But the fact is, if you just go about your daily life, and certainly when I go about my daily life, and I go to work, and I walk my dog, and I spend time with my husband, and I do all the things that I do over the course of my life, spend time with friends, this and that. I don't see a lot of ugliness. Certainly, I see it on the internet. Absolutely. I can't avoid it. 
I try not to look at any bad sites or things like that, but you cannot avoid the awful things, even though I don't do dead baby stories on my show in the morning anymore. I don't do it. I just don't do it. I, I'm done. I'm over it. But because I know it's, and I don't talk about animal cruelty stuff either because I know it exists and I don't need to be constantly reminded. See, the thing is, and I said to my friend after he put this rant on Facebook, I said, my friend, I think you spend too much time on Twitter. And you know what he said to me? He said, you spend too much time with Republicans. Hmm, interesting. I didn't mention Democrats. I said you spend too much time on Twitter. Believe me, there's a lot of negativity from Democrats and Republicans on Twitter. You can get on Twitter and be negative out in two minutes just completely wiped out by how much trash there is on Twitter. And I don't even follow a lot of these people who put out a lot of junk. I really don't. But you can't avoid it. Someone retweets something else. There was a guy I barely know um, on Twitter who somehow follows me and somehow I see his tweets. It's a cameraman or something. And he put something on Twitter a while back. He retweeted something about animal cruelty. And I sent him a private message. I said, why did you do that? I said, I don't want to see that. And he said, what are you talking about? And I said, this tweet. And he looked it up and he goes, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize, you know, da, da, da. And not, not that he owes me an apology, but I don't want to see this stuff. I know it exists. I don't need to see it and get outraged because some animal's being treated badly in some third world country when I can't do anything about it. Now, if I were on a freeway, and I have done this if I, more than once, if I were on a freeway and I saw an animal stranded, you better believe I'd try to save it. Absolutely, and I've done it. So when I can do something, I do something. When I can't, I just have to give it to God. And these folks, and it's not just the left, but it seems to be primarily the left now. Doom and gloom. Oh, Trump's in office. He's going to kill us all. He's going to bring us all into war. But forget about Trump. He's going to be here for a year, maybe four more years, five more years total. Who knows? But the eternal issues are what we need to be focused on. And my friend who said, we have constructed a human existence that presents with such scarcity, dread, and ugliness. Does my friend not understand that as long as human beings have existed, there's been ugliness, scarcity, and dread in the world? Does he not know anything about history? I don't know. And I didn't want to be insulting, so I didn't get into a big, you know, back and forth with him on Facebook because he's not a close friend at all. But I just didn't want to do that. I think that's rude to get on a Facebook friend's Facebook page and battle with them. But... There's always been scarcity, dread, and ugliness in the world. Always. Open the Bible. Pick a page. Somebody's screwing somebody over. Somebody's murdering somebody, poisoning somebody, sleeping with somebody's wife. I mean, this is human nature. I'm not saying it's okay, and God certainly condemns it. But the fact is it exists. So where does our hope come from? Our hope is in Christ. Our hope is not in politicians. Our hope is not in who's running things this particular moment. Our hope is not in certain regulations or things like that. Our hope is in God. We know that God's going to return. Christ is going to return to an earth that's actually in existence. That doesn't mean we should pollute it now and throw trash around and, and not be good stewards. Of course we should. But ultimately, I don't know how these people are going to survive if they're so down in the dumps about the fact that human beings are sinners and human beings do bad things. You have to have hope. And the hope is in the Bible. The hope is in Christ. He is our hope. And I feel bad for people who don't have this, that they think that people can solve all the problems of the earth. See, that's the biggest problem with these folks. They put their trust in people. And when you put your trust in people, you continue to be 
constantly let down, no matter who it is. I don't care if it's a politician, a good friend, a family member, even somebody you know and love and you believe in their character. That person is still going to let you down at times because people are fallible. So the world is not such a terrible place. I mean, it is to a certain extent. Obviously, there's there's ugliness in the world, but there's also a lot of beauty. People trying to do the best they can. When I go to the park with my dog, for example, and there are people I meet who've rescued. I have four dogs right now. Three of them are rescue dogs. And one of them is a purebred, my poodle that my friend uh, has his mother. She breeds poodles. But my other three are all rescues. And every dog I've ever had in my life until I got this poodle was a rescue. And I'll probably rescue more. And when I go to the park, I talk to people all the time who rescue. Wonderful people who love their animals. These are the people I talk to. So the point is, how you live your life is going to determine, obviously for eternity, it's going to determine a lot of things, but also how you live your life every single day is going to determine whether or not you walk around bummed and miserable about how much horribleness there is in the world or whether you decide you're going to live a happy life and you're going to focus on the good things. And for all the years I've been doing talk radio, I could get mired in how much sadness there is in the world because I have to look at a lot of things that the average person doesn't have to because even your normal news websites have stories that are just horrific. They break your heart. The child abuse, the animal abuse, this, that, and the other, it breaks your heart. The cruelty that goes on in other countries with people and things like that. You could focus on that. You could get absolutely despondent. Or you can understand that those of us who read the back of the book know that we win. And I want to just send a message out to my friend and other people like him who are determined that human beings make it possible for us to save ourselves from ourselves, understand that we're not supposed to save ourselves from ourselves. We have a savior for that purpose and we do win in the end. But if you focus on the negativity, if you get into despair because you have no hope, well, I don't know what to tell you. And the Bible talks about that in numerous passages, those who have no hope. And there are a lot of people who don't. And it's just sad. But their problem is not the world. Their problem is a lack of hope. No matter what happens to you in life, your attitude is what is important, not what happens. Bad things happen to everybody. The world is full of bad things. But your attitude toward it will determine your future. So if you're just going to curl up into a ball and blame everything on this terrible earth and how people are so terrible and there's incurable grief. This is what my friend says. I'm frightened by what I see happening in the world. I feel incurable grief. Really? I don't. And I see a lot of stuff every single day. I don't have incurable grief because I know who our hope is in. And I just feel bad for my friend that he didn't seem to have any hope. And unfortunately, uh, there is only one hope. And if this guy doesn't get it, he's gonna live in incurable grief until the day he dies. And that's sad, doesn't have to be that way, my friends. Does not have to be that way. Don't let this kind of stuff get you down. Realize that we have only one hope and the world isn't such a terrible place all the time. There's a lot of beauty out there if you choose to look for it. Get off the internet, get off Twitter, get away from the constant negativity, get out in the world, volunteer, share your time, share your uh, talents with other people, do something to make the world a better place instead of sitting around on Facebook and kvetching about how terrible the world is. Just a thought. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget you can join me weekday mornings, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on KMZQ at 670 a.m. in Las Vegas. 
where I do my live radio broadcast. I talk about all kinds of things, Vegas related, uh, you know, political, sports, whatever's in the news. I talk about every single day, five days a week. You can find uh, these podcasts on HeidiHarris.com. You can also find them any place you listen to podcasts and you can subscribe for free. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Heidi Harris Show. Until we meet again, remember, you were created. I need to share this with my friend, I guess. You were created for a purpose. And in the end, hey, guess what? I read the back of the book. We win. Yahoo. Here's Tony Scottwell.